No Tommy Eichenberg, no problem. Steel Chambers is wasting no time making a name for himself, showing everyone that he can lead the Ohio State defense, and he's separating himself from everybody else in Ohio State's linebacker room. You are Locked On Buckeyes, your daily podcast on the Ohio State Buckeyes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Buckeye fans? Welcome back to another episode of Locked On Buckeye for the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jay Stevens, also the host of the Jay Stevens Podcast. It is Tuesday, March 28th in the year 2023, and I want to thank you for making Locked On Buckeyes your first listen or first watch of every single day. During this episode, we will discuss how we should all view Ohio State scrimmage over the weekend and why Bryce Sensible recently made a wise decision about his future. But before we get to any of that, Steel Chambers is a player that kind of gets overlooked in his play, is overshadowed by the play of Tommy Eichenberg. Eichenberg absence during spring practice allows Steel Chambers to play a different role and even maybe a bigger role during these 15 practices. And Steel Chambers is one. I like him. I loved him when he was running back. Unfortunately, an injury uh, ended a season abruptly, and ultimately he changed positions to get on the field more. And that, to me, is one of the best decisions he has made at Ohio State. And that decision alone, and him going into year two of being a starter at Ohio State, a consistent starter, I think that combination is what's going to help him continue to separate himself from the rest of the pack. Steel Chambers is one of those guys over the weekend who's thinking about, when you're thinking about a scrimmage, and a scrimmage where the quarterbacks are going to get a lot, quarterbacks are going to get a lot of attention due to the fact that they're competing to be the starter. Kyle McCourt, Devin Brown, they're all competing. And so Steel Chambers knows. Normally Eichenberg is the one calling the shots, roaming the defense, um, getting the plays in, things of that nature. It's all on me now. It's literally all on my shoulders to be the leader at this group. Now, he's still playing Will. The Mike linebacker is uh, is, is going to be uh, an individual who's going to be a backup in the season. But Steel Chambers still realizes, just because Eichenberg's not out there, doesn't, that doesn't mean I can still play the same role I played a year ago. No, I need to play a bigger role, maybe more of a vocal role, and even show the coaches, hey, man, I can get this job done. If Eichenberg's not on the field, I can still play good football. I can still be consistent, and I can still be a guy you want to, you want to rely on during crucial moments in football games. Over, over the weekend, during Saturday's scrimmage, Steel Chambers um, wasted no time making plays. He had numerous, um, play, new, blew up numerous plays in the backfield, had a couple sacks, had a very crucial pass breakup with, or, or a pass intended to chip train him. And I think, and I'm wondering, out of all the guys on Ohio State's defense, there's questions that deep tackle, questions that really not so much a question, but does Jack Sawyer take the next step when he's only playing one position or is it Caden uh, uh, Curry or Kenyatta Jackson or Amari Abel? Or are they the ones to step up and be the opposite defensive end, opposite of J- uh, JT Malowa? There's many questions, numerous questions at defensive back. Really, there aren't many at linebacker, but you want to know, like, who is the best player on Ohio State's defense right now? You might want to say Tui Malowa based off um, 
Eichenberg, best player in spring practice. You might say Tua Maloa based off Eichenberg's injury, but do I want to say Lakeland Ransom? No. Do I want to say Joshua Proctor? No. Do I want to say Denzel Burke? No. Igmanosin? No. It might simply be Steel Chambers is the best player on the Ohio State defense right now during spring practice. And from things that I have heard from what happened during the scrimmage over the weekend, it sounds like he's playing like Ohio State's best defensive player. Imagine what we saw a year ago with Eichenberg. Eichenberg gets healthy. Tommy Two Thumbs is Two Thumbs gets those things healed. And you get Eichenberg at one linebacker. You get Steel Chambers at another. Remember in a 4-2-5, you don't so much have the Mike of the Will and the occasional Sam if you go three linebacker set. No, the 4-2-5, these guys are primarily doing a lot of similar things. Now, one might play more strong side, one might play more weak side, but at the really quickly, there could be, oh, I need to play the mic, I need to play the will, and I need to know my role. I believe Still Chambers does that. I believe he knows that. And I firmly believe that him playing defense right now, being a linebacker at the Ohio State University, is going to put him in a great spot at the end of the season to be a, a day two pick in the NFL draft. Because I think in a, I, I do believe Stone Chambers has a future playing football professionally as a linebacker in the National Football League. Ultimately, if that doesn't work out, you have the XFL, you have the USFL, you have other leagues out there that you can make money playing the football lab professionally. But to me, I still believe Steel Chambers is that guy. And for any defense, when you have questions, so many as many questions as Ohio State has right now. DN, D tackle, DB safety, nickel, nickel corner, uh, cover safety, um, co regular corner, whatever. All the questions that Ohio State's defense has right now, the one position that they don't really have any questions is that linebacker. The only question that you might have about this team, does CJ Hicks get on the field because he's a better player than somebody else? Not because of the higher ceiling. We're not talking about the higher ceiling here. We're talking about currently constructed better player. If these two players are even, if uh, Steel Chambers is an even player, if he's the same player as, as a sophomore, you might see the sophomore play because he's younger. He has more time. And a lot of coaches out there, the experience is one thing, but some coaches, they want to go out there and play. If the younger player is even, with an older player, you play the younger player because you're going to get more out of the, that younger player over the next few years and you're going to get that production longer. So I, I'm a Still Chambers guy, if you can't tell by the, the start of today's show. I'm a Still Chambers guy. And I believe Ohio State's linebacker situation is a whole lot better than it was a year ago. And ultimately, I am comfortable. I am perfectly – I am so comfortable saying Steel Chambers – if he keeps developing like we like he has been, like he's playing right now, whoo, whoo, whoo. Teams in the Big Ten might not be ready for what Ohio State brings to the table at the LB position in 2023. 2023 is going to be a big year for Ohio State, and it's going to be a big year a lot because of what we're seeing right now during Ohio State's scrimmage over the weekend. We can learn some things over the weekend, and also we should have the proper mindset about what we're witnessing or reading about or listening about or maybe even watching as well. That was a, that was a lot to say in a short period of time. How should we view this time of year, especially the scrimmage? 
We discuss it next right here on Locked on Buckeyes. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. The tournament is heating up, and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. That's because right now, FanDuel is giving new customers a no-sweat-first bet up to $1,000. That's up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on and sign up today to claim your no-sweat-first bet. Then you can wager on everything from the money line to point spreads to which team will be cutting down the net. All on the app that say secure and super easy to use. So don't miss your chance at a no-sweat-first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up. Make every moment more with FanDuel. Ohio State scrimmage over the weekend, it's fun. It was a lot of fun to hear about, read about the things that went down during that day, seeing the good reports about uh, Gabe Powers and uh, Kyle McCord and Devin Brown and C.J. Hicks and all uh, their players that are at Ohio State, still Chambers being one of them. I love hearing and reading about the good reports from a scrimmage. But many of us have been around and watched sports for a long period of time, and you may say, Jay, I have the proper mindset about a scrimmage, about a practice this time of year. Great. Cool. Cool. That's great. What about everybody else? Or maybe there were times that even I learned this myself. We need to kind of alter how we approach a certain event. Some of us are going to read into the spring game. Some people are going to read into fall camp. Some are going to read into the game week four of the season, which actually I do believe um, might not actually be a game. I want to say that's uh, the bye week. So you're not going to read into any game. You're going to read into the Notre Dame, Notre Dame game. Oh, no, read into all these things. There's a proper mindset we need going from March to April to July to October, knowing how to progress and how things that happen right now allow us to kind of somewhat predict what can happen in the fall, but what can happen, not what's going to happen. A scrimmage right now, and I heard over the weekend there were times that Kyle McCord and Devin Brown, some are going with sometimes they're Sometimes McCord was with the ones. Sometimes he was with the twos. Um, when it mattered, there was a time Devin Brown was with the ones. McCord was with the twos. Quarter later in the scrimmage, as the, as the score kept getting uh, updated and updated and closer and closer and closer, there may be times that Ryan Day puts a certain quarterback with the backups to simply see how his mindset is, to simply see how he handles a different situation. To simply see how he handles working with a different offensive line or working with players that will not be starters in Ohio State, though they're talented, but will not be starters in the fall. There will be times that you're trying to see simply the mentals and the mental aspect, the leadership qualities and attributes that a player has. You put a quarterback in a situation to kind of test him out and view and see is he made of the right stuff? Like ultimately, we're all looking for things. Like, oh, who's gonna be the starter? The depth chart. Who I got I got my hierarchy, I got my my three deep. I ain't going two deep, I'm going one step further. I got a three deep depth chart right here. I got quarterback one, QB two, only one that's concrete is Tristan Jebby of the Oregon State transfer. He is QB three. I got that three deep. Okay, cool, great. But this time of year really isn't all about like the hierarchy, sometimes it's about testing you. And at the end of spring practice, there's a good chance Ryan Day doesn't have the depth chart 
intact, concrete, a two deep, maybe even a three deep, there's a good chance it doesn't, it's not there. Why? Because there's a lot of time between April 15th and the start of the season, Labor Day weekend. There's a lot of time between now and then. There's a lot of time. There's a lot of recruiting that's going to happen. There are a lot of workouts that will be uh, completed. There will be another session of sequences of practices prior to the start of the season. And you know what? View this as a time to get better. Let's all view this time of year as a time to work. A time of uh, mental testing, I want to say. To test it the first time for Brian Hartline to simply call plays consistently. First time for Ryan A. since he's been at Ohio State as he had a coach to be the overseer of the entire team and not have play calling duties during practice or during a sequence of practices. First time for him. First time for a guy like Still Chambers to be the, maybe the best player on Ohio State's defense during practice. First time for Kyle McCord and Devin Brown to be in the midst of a quarterback competition. A lot of firsts that are going on. There are also some guys that have been around for a while that know they're going to be starters, but also how do they handle certain situations? Marvin Harrison Jr., does he get upset when he's pulled, when he's taken out of reps um, with the ones during during scrimmages or spring practice? Because over the weekend, there were numerous times that during live tackle sessions, Marvin Harrison Jr. was taken out. You understand. Many of us will understand why. It, it, it's better to preserve the body. And he's a player that's a concrete player that's going to start. Um, if he could go to the NFL right now, I do believe there are some that would say, Mar- Route Man Marv, go to the league. Don't stay in college. Go get that bag. The pro bag is way bigger, way larger, way heavier than that college bag. Go get that money, bro. Go get your bread. A lot of people out there will be saying those things about Route Man Marv. Okay, great. But what about when he's matched up, not just being pulled out, but when he's matched up against a true freshman in uh, Dream Matthews Jr., who is supposed to be in high school right now, but he's a summer, he's a spring enrollee, a spring semester early enrollee. How do you handle those situations? So a lot of it is not just like hierarchy. And yes, I do believe Ryan Day and the other coaches, they want to have a good grasp on the depth chart at the end of spring practice, but also find out what you're made of. And not just from those guys that are going to be consistent starters. What about Jermaine Matthews Jr.? Like, hello, how about we find out what he's made of? Now, everybody knows. Marvin Harrison Jr. should be Jermaine Matthews Jr. in every rep. Should. It's not going to happen. Not going to happen at all. I do actually believe that this wasn't a completed pass, but Jermaine Matthews Jr., um, he's going to compete. You want to see what these younger guys have. Now, I do believe, now I'm going to go to another quarterback, one that's not on campus. Lincoln Keen holds, if he was there right now, I would want to see how he competes against against the team um, right now. Talented guy, three-sport athlete. Uh, I want to say, I know, I believe he's All-State in all three sports. I know he's All-State in football. I want to say All-State in basketball. I want to say he played in, a, um, in an All-Star game um, for high school football uh, at the, in the beginning to the middle of, of January. I know he's playing baseball for his team as well. I believe Lincoln Kinholz is going to come in and kind of be someone, not a Swiss Army Knife right away, but kind of someone that's going to be like the scout team quarterback that uh, – you wanted to get a mobile quarterback that could throw the ball a little bit. Lincoln Kenholz, get in there, run a scout team O, and let's see how you operate. This is what this time of year is all about. Figuring out what players are about. Figuring out what your team is all about. Figuring out if you need to add some more pieces, pieces via the transfer portal. Because if you have not heard, there's another transfer portal window opening up a 45-day window, I believe, towards the end of April after most spring practices 
practices have been completed, there's another transfer portal window that will be available. Now, I anticipate, your boy anticipates numerous players from Ohio State transferring. I wouldn't be shocked if there are four or five that enter the portal at the end of spring practice, maybe where they thought they're going to be on the depth chart and it's not where they currently are. And they say, I want to go elsewhere to play the football. So be it. Honestly, that happens. I remember was a Jacob Jacob Cowan a year ago, transferred to North Carolina. Alleged Cavazos transferred to North Carolina. Cavazos said, hey, he transferred during spring practice and he ultimately wanted to do what? Go to a place where he could play football quicker than he would have played at the Ohio State University. So all of these things are things that kind of, it's a process. There's a process these coaches are going through. From Ryan Day to Jim Knowles to Justin Fry to Larry Johnson to Tony Alford, there is a process all these coaches are going through. And the process is working itself out. But also, keep this in mind. A competitive practice against a bad football team Shows that the team is even, but they still might be bad. Like, they're still a bad football team, but they're kind of bad across the board. They can compete against each other, but they cannot compete against the bigger teams or even like some of the mediocre teams in college football. A competitive practice against a team that's uh, eight and four, seven and five regular season, maybe nine and three in a good year. Okay, you're good, maybe a little bit above average, um, but you're still that team. Now, a competitive practice against a team that's elite that is in the running for a college football national championship, that's what you want. But saying a practice is competitive is great. Saying a competitive practice as a team that is going to be in the running for the national championship based off that performance without gauging it against anybody else, I don't know if you can really do that. I think Ohio State has a lot of talent, a lot of elite talent. But just saying a team has a competitive practice does not mean that players in the team that was competing in that competitive practice is an elite team. I say all that to say this. I think Ohio State has a lot of talent. I, think, I believe they can be elite in 2023. I don't know if that's going to happen in the fall. I don't know how these um, new O-linemen, new D-linemen, new players, new quarterbacks are going to play in the fall. I don't know. That is something that's literally TBD to be determined. So a competitive practice is great. But we got to wait and see how the team stacks up against other teams in college football to see exactly how the Buckeyes play when they're ne- – when they play, and they, it's time to put the jerseys on every Saturday in the fall. A guy who might not be putting a book on uniform moment anymore, it's Bryce Sensiball. I believe he made a wise decision about his future playing college basketball at the Ohio State University. What did what decision did he make? We'll discuss that next right here on Locked on Buckeyes. This episode is brought to you by Billiards Plus. Billiards Plus has the best selection of pool tables, game tables, shuffleboard tables, and more. And the best service in Central Ohio. Billiards Plus also can set you up with a brand new top of the line grill that will last for generations. We all know how hard it is with the supply chain issues this year and getting certain things shipped on time. So when it comes to ordering that one big gift for someone you love, check out Billiards Plus and get there early this year. Billiards Plus carries the best pool tables from Brunswick, Olahassen, Canada, Billiards, and more. Plus, top-of-the-line grills from PK, Napoleon, Memphis, and LaGriddle. That will be the last grill you own. Seriously, these grills stand the test of time. No matter the season, Billiards Plus has you covered for all your indoor and outdoor entertainment needs. Visit their showroom 
on Dublin Center Drive in Dublin. Check them out at billiards-plus.com. Billiards Plus, family owned and operated for generations. Sports betting is now legal in Ohio. And Lockdown has the perfect show to help new in-season gamblers. Download and subscribe to Lockdown Bets for daily picks and analysis wherever you get your fine podcasts. Ohio State's basketball team is no stranger to players that are elite and leaders on the team, statistical leaders, um, literal leaders as far as the leadership qualities that they possess and they them portraying them and displaying them on a consistent basis. They're no stranger to the best players on the team testing the waters in the NBA draft. And Bryce Sensible, I said earlier in the season, he was more pro-ready at probably the end of December, then um, Malachi Branham was at, the, at that same time a year ago. Bryce Sensible has put his name in the NBA draft, but ultimately he could still remain at Ohio State. Remember Dwayne Washington Jr. went through the pre-draft process, and I said, oh, Jr., you're not ready. Oh, Jr., you're not ready. No, you're not ready. And what do you do? You kind of test things out. E.J. Liddell, I remember E.J. Liddell um, went through the pre-draft process a couple years ago, Junior ended up staying in the draft. I don't believe Junior got drafted. I believe he got a two-way contract with the Pacers. And I want to say last I heard, he was with the New York Knicks, um, Billy Washington Jr., that is. But I'm not sure if he is still there on that two-way deal. So E.J. Liddell, a couple years ago. Liddell went through the pre-draft process, and I'm sitting here saying, no, nah, man. Like, I don't know how your game translates. I am not sure how you as a basketball player translate to the NBA. E.J. Liddell went through that pre-draft process a couple years ago, got feedback from NBA coaches and scouts, and even Chris Holtman was involved, and kind of realized, hey, maybe it's the best decision for me to stay in school. Liddell ended up staying in school, so they got Ohio State a year ago. Um, The basketball team didn't see the success that they wanted to see, but ultimately, him staying in school, I do believe, was the best decision for him. A little bit more talent on Ohio State a year ago, we may have seen a different outcome than Ohio State and Chris Holtman, that marriage that we have right now, Columbus, the basketball team that Holtman leads getting knocked out of the tournament, the NCAA tournament, in the first weekend. I want to say Ohio State lost to Villanova last year um, in the second round of the NCAA tournament. So Bryce Sensible to me, him declaring for the NBA draft, me made a wise decision. Now this news came out on Saturday, and it came out in the midst of Ohio State scrimmage. You may say, Jay, why didn't you fit it in, fit it in yesterday? I wanted that scrimmage was more that scrimmage was a big deal. And if football is king at Ohio State, we got plenty of space to talk about all the things going on at the school. And so Bryce Sensible, him deciding right now to test the waters a little bit. See if he should go to the NBA or stay in college. It's good, man. Because the only thing you're going to be able to do is figure out the feedback. Like, ah. You're good here, 6'6", 235, uh, solid build um, out of Orlando, Florida, Lake Highland Prep, and uh, a, a really, 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 really talented young man. Average 16 points this season, five rebounds, one assist, um, half a steal, which might be a shock because he really wasn't the, not the best defensive player at all. Shot 48% from the field, 41% from downtown. I mean, he was a bright spot, and I really wonder if – Chris Holtman didn't alter his spot and say, oh, out of the starting lineup. Oh, in the starting lineup. Oh, you're going to be on the bench. You're going to be out of the bench. Remember he started the year, and I remember the first three or four games, maybe five games, I'm like, since the ball's too good to be on the bench at Ohio State. He ended up starting. Him starting, he ended up, what happened? 
He started a little bit, then he got put on the bench. So Chris Holton ended up saying, playing better guys, playing better defensive guys in, uh, in the Big Ten Conference. Um, we needed to change things up, and that was putting Bart Sensible on the bench. Now, I don't think that was a wise decision, but that was Chris Holtman's thought process and kind of rationale about that very thing. The defense is what's lacking. It's one thing lacking. I really want. I really uh, think offensively, kind of need, need to polish some things and uh, fine-tune some things and be a little bit more crisp. With the decision making, maybe um, dribbles, the mid range game. Mid range game is phenomenal, don't get me wrong, but be a little bit more crisp in that movement. I truly wonder if the NBA people will overlook Sensible's deficiencies on defense and say, hey, come on in. You're going to be a guy. We're going to be able to help you out. You have the tools right now. Here's, here's where you might get drafted in the, in the NBA, and let's go on and see if this is the right thing for you. Ultimately, I think Sensible should stay in school. Um, I was more on him going to the NBA in early in the year. But first, 8, 10 games, that's cool, buddy. <laughs> big, ten, big Ten schedule means something to me. Even though the teams are not some of the better teams in the country, the Big Ten schedule means something to yours truly. For right, sense of all, though, making a wise decision, man, go test the waters. It's phenomenal. It's a great opportunity that you have as, an, as a college basketball player. There's a deadline. He, he, they're, they're always tweaking this thing. I believe the deadline – there's a deadline, I believe, end of May, early June, to where you need to have a an agent signed by that certain point. If you don't have an agent signed by that certain point, you can go back to college. And I truly hope. Go through that process. But he's staying in school. Stay in school. Not only because Ohio State needs a guy like him on the team next year, but I think it's the best way for him to make the most money once he's drafted to the National Basketball Association. Out of here on a Tuesday. Love doing this stuff with you five days a week we're going to be getting more nfl draft stuff coming up this week um one show specifically about cj cj stroud and uh my guy ryan roberts from rise and draft scouting will be here and we'll be talking about having a pre-draft conversation about stroud and what Stroud brings to the table also going to try and get my guy our guy john garcia jr back on the show and ultimately um get some more updates about buckeyes uh players that the buckeyes are recruiting and if they will be Buckeyes in the fall, if they'll be committing to Ohio State over the next few months, as it's going to be a big month of recruiting in June. A few months away, right around the corner. I cannot wait to see what the guest list is like during these official visits and how many commits we get after these visits are completed. Out of here on a Tuesday, you can follow me on Twitter at jstevens 7 You can send all of your emails to jstevens317 at gmail.com. Also, hey. Shout out to all of y'all. I saw Ohio State softball had a sold-out stadium over the weekend. Hey, shout out to y'all. I would love to get out there and watch the young ladies play the softball. Actually, working and trying to figure out a time to make that happen. But, hey, if you're out there watching the young ladies play the softball, hey, shout out to you. If you're not out there yet, go check them out. Check out all these spring sports. These guys are really talented, and they're representing the school that you love.